only promote the truth. Big, 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 big question. Yeah, we got a big question. Big, big, big question. How are we going to deal with this question? Can the scriptures contradict themselves? We're going right in, giving a couple of minutes for some folks to come in. Uh, if you're watching the replay, you can count on like forward ahead if you need to, right? Uh, to get to the meat, because we do the introductions. But it's also good when you come in to drop your name, tell us where you're coming in from, right? Hit the like button, hit subscribe. All that kind of good stuff. Just quick announcement up front. We just went over 25,000 subscribers on the Promote the Truth YouTube channel. Congratulations, over 25,000 subscribers. Just out here talking about the truth, spreading the word of Yahuwah, not getting manipulated, not getting bullied and pushed around into Christianity or into Judaism or into any type of organized religion. Just here, just telling people the truth. And now we go over 25,000 followers. As a matter of fact, let me just put that up. Good to see you, Carl. Good to see you. We're going to get it warmed up. I'm going to get everything dialed in. Then I'm just going to go straight in. Can the scriptures contradict themselves and be true? That's a big one. Can the scriptures contradict themselves and be true? Ooh, isn't that a trip? Man, oh, man. That's a real hot one. Good to see you, Christine. Yana's in the building. All right. YS is here. Good to see y'all coming in. Y'all coming in. Drop it in. Where are you coming in from? You got people from all over the world. They love to be able to see the different places. So that's why it's good if you put in your, your state, your country, where you're from. People come in. They just love it. They love it, love it, love it. Look at that. Shalom from Australia. Shalom from Australia. We didn't even know it. So if y'all come in, there's going to be people. They see the Yahoo is spreading everywhere. So we're going to be getting into the topic tonight on this scripture talk. Can the scriptures contradict themselves? Vancouver Island, I used to have a house out there in Victoria. TJK, TJK. I was out there in Victoria. Christine Clarksville. Shalom, good to see you. Yeah, getting ready for the Shabbat tomorrow. The real Shabbat, by the way. Y'all get ready all over the world. That's why our calendar is so on point. It's because it puts the entire world on the same exact calendar. So like for right now in Australia, they're going into Shabbat right now. It'll be on the Gregorian calendar on Tuesday. What do you say, Yana, from New York City? <clears throat> this is great. All right, y'all. We talking about can the scriptures contradict themselves. Yep, the Shabbat is not Saturday. That's Saturn's day. That's pagan. So y'all need to go over. As a matter of fact, Lena, make sure to drop the link about the real calendar because we got to prep folks. Lena told me to make sure I do these on the real Shabbats every week for a while until we get a good crew of people globally understanding. Like we have, you know, consistent online gatherings on the real Shabbat. So we've been teaching people the real calendar for a while now, years. So very important, the calendar, and I did a training on this. So go back in our channel, look at the lives. I went nuts about four or five days ago 
breaking down the new moon, like new moon day that happened this past Tuesday. I broke it down and I broke down the real calendar and I left no doubt. Anybody want to argue with that explanation? Come on. So look there. As a matter of fact, I'm going to look. This is good. Yeah. So I'm going to put it there too. So when it hit our, our YouTube channel, I'll hit our, uh, I want the YouTube and the Facebook channel. So let me make sure I got it. And I promise y'all I'm going in and I'm going to start out with some fire as a matter of fact. Because I've always wondered, okay, what am I going to talk about then? So Yahoo, you got to give it to me. Yahoo, what am I going to talk about? Yahoo, give it to me. All right. Real calendar of Yahoo. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Ooh, that's going to give y'all something really deep. One second, one second. This is hilarious. Ooh, I promise y'all I'm going in. <clears throat> Do y'all know we just won over 25,000 subscribers on the Promote the Truth YouTube channel. Congratulations. That's all of y'all. Y'all part of that. Over 25,000 organically just out there telling people about the truth, about the word of Yahuwah. Now we're going to hit this subject. Y'all ready? Now we're going to hit this subject. Very important. Good one, Kim. Y'all, she says it Tuesday. No, when is that? The new moon was on Tuesday. <clears throat> you got to go look at the real calendar. Just click on the link because everybody's going. There's a bunch of confusion done by Satan to trick people about the calendar. We get so many different messages, and we're just like, look, we've been on this for since 2008, figuring this stuff out. So we're pretty dialed in on the calendar. Everybody can believe what they want to believe. We got a great explanation. If you go over to that link, you'll see it. Very important. So can the scriptures contradict themselves? Well, guess what? I'm going to start out reading to tell you why the scriptures that we've been brought up with do contradict themselves. Why does that happen? What is going on? Right? There's nobody that's here listening to me can tell me that they don't read the scriptures from a King James, New King James, NIV, blah, 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 go on. Even the newer versions out <clears throat> that get rid of the pagan names. Many of them still are holding on to two things. Got some of that good old-fashioned Greek in it that ain't no good with the fashion when it comes to scripture. It's full of paganism. So we can't, we cannot rely on the Greek. It's got 400,000 hours. We gotta get off the Greek. We gotta stop being hooked on the Greek. Stop. We got to stop it. It'll kill you eternally. Then another thing we got to get off of, because people come in and they start learning about Yahuwah, and they understand the Yahudim, the people of Yahuwah, they start to get it. They go, oh. And then immediately, what most people do is they gravitate towards Pharisee, Talmud, type of understanding of Hebrew, Abari. Well, see, the scriptures tell us that there are people who call themselves Yahudim that are not. When you look at modern Hebrew, when you look at modern Hebrew, okay, that is coming off of the Aramaic. The like the more pictograph Hebrew, that's that ancient stuff. When you like you see right there where it says promote the truth, you see Yahuwah's name right underneath the true sign. Let me see where uh, right there. You see it right there? You see that right there? That's the ancient Hebrew. Now, I have people sending in messages going, Jay, you're, 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 you're translating. <clears throat> you're translating off of the Aramaic. 
and you know that the, the most purest language is the ancient Hebrew language. They're talking about that one right there, right? And then I reply back, would you please show me, because I've been involved in scholarship for over 30 years. I took six to 10 hours a day for three plus years looking for every original or ancient script you could find. Started buying many of them. I said to the people who say that pure language, the one right here, Yahoo's name, right? The ancient Paleo Hebrew. Show me where a set of <clears throat> solid texts are. Show me one. Everybody freaked out when the when the Dead Sea Scrolls got found. Everybody freaked out. Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh my goodness, this is some of the oldest. This is some of the best ever. Right? They go, this is the best ever. And I like what the Carl said. Yeah, you'll see some scriptures that I have just Yahuwah's name. You'll see some people that try to put it together. But even the Dead Sea Scrolls is Aramaic type modern Hebrew letters with Yahuwah's name in the ancient Hebrew. Y'all got me? Y'all got me? You got the modern Aramaic, so the modern Hebrew. Let me show you some modern Hebrew. I'm going to show you some modern Hebrew. That way, man, y'all are like, all right, this is great. I'm learning. I'm getting it. Could have swore I had it up here the other day. There it is. All right, now look. There's a modern modern Hebrew. Gave you the translation. Baruch, Abba, Bashem, Yahuwah. Those letters there next to it, that's modern Hebrew. That is Aramaic style Hebrew. Look at that one up here, right there where Yahuwah's name is. That's the ancient Paleo-Hebrew. You can't, I should say, those scriptures in that type of text haven't been found all together. You got pieces here, pieces there, haven't been found all together. Are y'all following what I'm saying? They ain't been found all together. So being that they haven't been found all together, we got to go, oh, what language did Yahusha speak when he was on the earth. See, most people, when they're reading today, they're literally taking, they're not really giving the credence to the fact that Yahuwah allowed his people to get taken into captivity multiple times. But this time I'm talking about is when the Babylonians took them into captivity and the Babylonian language was that Syrian, that Aramaic type language. And so that's like a sister language of this one right here, of the ancient. That's a sister language. So what you see here on the screen, Baruch Abba Bashem Yahuwah means blessed, is the one that comes in the name of Yahuwah. Well, that writing is Aramaic style because when Yahushua walked on earth, he was speaking predominantly Aramaic. It's called Aramite. That's the correct saying. Aramaic is what most people know. So when he would go into the synagogues, to the temple, he would be talking, speaking, reading in his language right here. You see? But where are those that were in that temple? Where are those writings that were in that temple? But do you remember that Yahuwah said, <clears throat> through Yahushua, he said, not one of these stones going to be left on top of one another. Not one. 
So there's no telling how much stuff that Yahuwah let get destroyed because people were being disobedient. Y'all follow me, fam? So very important to understand what I'm saying to you about the title. Can the scriptures contradict themselves? And I want to finish it and say, and be true. See, if they contradict themselves, then they can't be fully true. I mean, you would agree with that. If there's a contradiction, ta-da, we know that can't be true, can't be trusted. So where did the contradictions come from? And is there a way to get the scriptures translated and put it to English when we're speaking and it removes the contradictions? How many of y'all put in the chat, if y'all would love to be able to get scripture translation that identifies the, because you'll see it because you've been reading them all your life, just trying to ignore it, that identifies the contradictions and then corrects that. This makes it where it's easy to understand. Are y'all with me? Yvonne got it. So here we go. You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? Constantine's Creed. Who's heard about Constantine's Creed, the Nicene Creed, and all the updates and upgrades to that? Any of y'all heard of that? Anybody know anything about the book Stefano Asamani? Stefano Asamani, Acta, Sanctorium, Martyrum, Orientalium, at <clears throat> Occidentalium, Occidentalium, Volume 1, Rome, 1748, page 105. Anybody aware of this? Now look at them crazy long words here. I'm going to try to say it again. Stefano, as, 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 <laughs> that's funny. Stefano, Asamani, Acta, Sanctorium, Martyrum, Orientalium, at Occidentalium, Volume 1, Rome, 1748, page 105. Anybody know about that document? Anybody? <clears throat> huh? Robert is actually called a Bari. So the Hebrew language is actually called a Abari. Yahudim is the followers of Yahuwah. Abari is Hebrew. Abarim is Hebrews. So here I go. Do y'all know about this document? <clears throat> well, can I read y'all some of this document? Because I believe if I read you some of this document, some of y'all go, the light switch is going to go off. You're going to go, oh, I see what's going on with contradictions. So here we go. Constantine Creed. That is kind of Gave it a nomature of that. And the creed goes like this. I renounce all customs. I'm telling you the creed. This ain't me saying this. I'm telling you this is the creed. You're, Christine, you ready? I renounce all customs, rites, legalisms, unleavened breads, and sacrifices of lambs of the Abarim, the Hebrews. And all other feasts, appointed times, of the, of the Abarim, their sacrifices, their prayers, 
their aspirations, purifications, sanctifications, propitations, their fast, their new moons, and their Sabbaths, Shabbats. Whoo! This is their creed, by the way. And their Shabbats and any superstitions, any of their songs, any chants, any observances, and their synagogues, absolutely everything Yahudim, sign name Jewish, everything Yahudim, every law, every right, every custom, and if afterwards I shall wish to deny and return to the Yahudim superstition, or shall be found eating with the Yahudim, or feasting with them, or secretly conversating with them, and condemning the Christian religion instead of open, openly confuting them and condemning their vain faith, then let the trembling of Cain and the leprosy, leprosy of Gehazi cleave to me, as well as the legal punishments to which I acknowledge myself liable. And may I be an anthema, anthema, in the world to come like a curse and may my soul be set down with Satan and the devils. What? Christine, what are you thinking? What y'all thinking, fam? This is the mother and the core of the Catholic religion. This is the mother of the Christian faith. This is it. This is it. I further write, I further gonna read here. Are y'all ready? In the creed that you have to accept, Otherwise, you are subjecting yourself, it says, to the legal punishments if you don't accept this. You got to go on and say, with this creed, I accept all customs, rites, legalism, and feasts of the Romans, their sacrifices, prayers, purifications with water, sanctifications by the Pontificus Maximus, the high priest of Rome, a.k.a. the Pope. Y'all with it? Propriations, feast, and the new Sabbath, Sol Dia, day of the sun, also known as Sunday. You got to say you accept that day as the new Sabbath. All new chants and observances and all foods and drinks of the Romans. In other words, I absolutely accept everything Roman. Every new law, right, and custom of Rome and the new Roman religion. What do y'all think? Ambers, it breaks my heart, makes me angry at the same time. Lena said, mind blowing. Carl said, I refuse. Additionally, in approximately 365 AD, at the Council of Laodicea, they wrote in one of their canons, Christians must not 
Do Yahudim customs by resting on the Sabbath, but must work on that day? Rather, they must honor the Lord's day, Sunday. But if any shall be found to be Yahudaizers, let them be anthema from Christ, against Christ. Protestants are included in this as they still observe all the holidays of Rome and the Sabbath day of Sunday of Rome. So anybody going to church, which is Roman, which means the circus, the seance, the sorcery, that's exactly what church means. Do y'all know that? Huh? Think about this. Think about this. How y'all feel about this? What's y'all's thoughts? So when I when we bring up the title, can the scriptures contradict themselves and then still be true? Is it possible that the writings, the ancient writings, the early writings got convoluted after a creed like this comes out? Huh? Is it possible that the early ancient writings, the true writings, the non-contradiction writings got convoluted from this? Let me give you an example. How many of y'all have heard the book of James? Anybody heard the book of James in the New Testament? Have you noticed you never see James in the Tanakh. But do you notice that in Abari, in Hebrew, they spell James and Jacob the same way? So, same way. Y'all realize that? See, I'm a James. And so in, he, in, in Abari, Hebrew, it would be Yaakov. Yaakov, right? Like AKA Jacob. So I was always wondering, why would my name, James, be Yaakov, the same as, same as Jacob? And then, look, what Yvonne says, yeah, James also means Jacob. Well, guess what? If you just go dig on this some, just go dig. What's the most commonly known Bible scripture in the world? The King what? The King James. And it just so happens that King James wanted his name in the scriptures. So how can we slide my name in and be one of those books in the scriptures? Oh, let's remove that book of Yaakov and let's call it James. Little stuff. Can you imagine if that, if that thing happened, what else could have happened? So what's amazing is I'm sitting there looking at contradiction after contradiction translating scriptures today. I'm sitting there looking at them. Going right down the road, because I'm going, it's, it's inevitable that if you got a creed like this, you got government that's backing this creed into religion. So this is the most powerful government in the world at that time, the Roman Empire. Now watch what's happened. The Roman Empire power is the power in the world at that time. 
And that Roman Empire set up the powerhouse Catholic Church. And that powerhouse has some off-the-charts believers that were like, you, if you don't believe like us, we are killing you. They're called the Jesuits. The Jesuits. Any ever, anybody ever heard of the Jesuits? The Jesuits? And they went about and they were killing everybody if you don't accept this type of creed. You get killed. Yeah. And so that ends up progressing, 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 progressing. And all of a sudden, you what's the number one governmental power in the world now? It's the United States of America. Now, who is the government ran by? Think about it. Like on the money, they put in G-O-D we trust. Where's G-O-G, where's G-O-D come from? They say we are a Christian nation. Where does that come from? If the United States of America says we're set up with G-O-D we trust, a pagan name, and then they say we are a Christian nation, could it be coming out of this creed? Hmm? Could it be coming out of this creed? I'm willing to bet that this creed is what's established many governments since then. Many. Many. And I asked the question yesterday. I said, which government do you know that has in Yahuwah we trust on their money or in their constitution? Which government do you know when somebody walks in a courtroom, they hold up a scripture, not a Bible, and say, go ahead and put your hand on these scriptures and inside of it's got Yahuwah's name all in it. Instead, you got to say, you're going to swear to G-O-D. And think about this, fam. We just got to think about it. Is it possible that the scriptures that you've been growing up with have a lot of contradictions in them? I'm guaranteeing you they do. Because they won't lay out the real meaning of the scripture. I was translating today. For those of you that know anything about the True Scriptures Project, it's off the charts, by the way. Because I'm going, who, who's got the right to really do these translations these days? Who do you really want to trust? Like, who do you want to trust doing the translations? Like, for real. Like, for me, I'm just like y'all. I'm like, I got my, I'm first, I'm like taking my King James, my new King James, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to not look at the word G-O-D and L-O-R-D and all that stuff, right? So I'm having, every time I come to the word, I got to blank it out. And then all of a sudden, I found me some different versions, Right? Scriptures out of South Africa, BYMV, right? Sapphire. I got all these different versions. Hallelujah scriptures. I start getting all of them and I'm digging through there. And then some of them, they won't say Yahuwah's name is pronounced out. I'm like, all right. I mean, so I got to pronounce it out. Why? Because I believe they want some people to be able to say Yahweh and Yehovah and all this other stuff. So I'm like, well, at least it's better than the King James, right? I mean, I agree. It's better than the King James. But still, we're having to translate the translation. So, so I love the stair step, and we got to always show honor to these translations as they progress. But I got to the point where I'm like, man, am I going to have to do these translations with the team? Those of us that studied over these years, showed ourselves approved has, since 2007. Y'all, did y'all see that yesterday when I asked everybody, how, how long has it been since you called on Yahuwah? What month and year did you call on Yahuwah? It was amazing watching the different dates come in, but you noticed.
I said 2007. Nobody even came close around that time because hardly anybody in the world even really knew to say Yahuwah at that time. That's crazy, right? I'm like what you call one of them OGs in the in the game in the in the name of Yahuwah now. It's crazy. Uh, the, the earth's been alone. So I just decided, well, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna translate it, period. We're just gonna do it. And and now I know I'm thinking, Yahoo, you really want us to do this? Y'all gotta imagine what I'm thinking. This ain't something that I woke up when I was born and going, man, we're gonna translate the entire scriptures in their most authentic form. Never in a million years did we think we're gonna do that, right? Then all of a sudden, I'm thinking, y'all should be thinking, who, who should be, who should be the ones we trust to translate the scriptures? Do they call on the name of Yahuwah, first and foremost? Do they believe in the, the divinity that, that Yahusha is Yahuwah? Do they believe that? See, if a person don't believe that, they're not going to get the spirit. That they just not gonna get eternal life. The scriptures say that. Yahushua tells you, you gotta believe who I am. When he said to Philip, Philip, anybody that's seen me, anybody want to finish that? He said, anybody that's seen me has seen the Father. Why is it when he was about to die and he's coming down on the donkey that all the people were screaming what I got on the screen here? Why were all the people screaming, Baruch, Abba, Bashem, Yahuwah? Why were all the people with the palm, with the, why were they screaming, Baruch, Abba, Bashem, Yahuwah? Why? And why were the parashim, the Pharisees saying, make them shut up. Make them stop saying it. Why? Because the parashim are like, they're committing blasphemy everywhere. They're like, they can't say Yahuwah's name. Can't say it. Well, how come they weren't saying Baruch Abba Bashem Yahusha? They didn't say but Baruch Abba Bashem Yahusha. They didn't say that. They said Baruch Abba Bashem Yahuwah. Because there's only one name given under these heavens by whom we must be saved by. Kappa told you in Mahashim Acts 2.21, Shaul, who a lot of people like to use to try to cancel the Tanakh, Shaul told you, and Ramayim, Romans 10, 13, all who call on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. So we, we see this, So, but we got these contradictions. So when they write out the name above all names, that at the name of Yahusha, well, look at the scriptures in the real stuff. It says at the name of Yahuwah HaMashiach, Yahuwah the Messiah. At that name, every knee shall bow. Ah, that's a big deal when you look at those scriptures, isn't it? So I'm sitting there reading today, and I'll wrap this up. Watch this. I'm translating today. I get down to Matit Yahoo chapter 5, verse 38. And I'm, I'm reading it right here as we translate. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. How many of you heard that before? Right? Now, in... The Greek dominated translations, which for a fact have influenced even many people that's translated from the Aramaic 
I watch them still hold on to the Greek because in the Greek, it says, you have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And then you hear these important words. But I say, how many of you heard it before? But I say, and I'm telling y'all, when you look at these words, it don't say, but I say. But I say means something's getting ready to get changed. Something's about to get canceled when you somebody writes, but I say. And then try to have the Savior of the world, who is Yahuwah in human form, to get him to try to cancel out his word that he said in the Tanakh, I do not change. But that way y'all are not destroyed. It says, he says it over Maliki Yahu 3.8. He says, I do not change. But then all of a sudden you hear doing a change, you know something's wrong. So when you go do the right translation, let me help set y'all free. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Now watch this. What I say to you is this. What he's going to do is read, he's going to clarify it now. He's not going to change it. He's not going to nullify it. He's going to say, what I say to you is this. And what he's meaning for this time and on. He's not taking away an eye for an eye. He's not taking away a tooth for a tooth. He's going to give us some great fatherly advice here. In verse 39, he says, what I say to you is this. Do your best not to retaliate with an evil person. If they strike you on the right cheek, then do your best to remove yourself from the situation. How many of y'all think that that translation makes more sense? It completely complies and is it aligned with the Tanakh? It's in line with the Tanakh. It doesn't nullify the Tanakh. Huh? Wow. Think about that. Dr. David Price. Me and him was about to talk about it today. He had to go into the gym. And I was like, I was out and about. I said, man, this translation. Now, think about that. Matthew, that makes it, look how that clarifies it. It takes you to where you go. That's not a contradiction anymore. Because you can't say, but I say. What? I'm going to read some more to y'all. Y'all understand why the true scripture is so important? So I'm going to back it up. You have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a two for two. What I say to you is this. He's like, listen up. Do your best not to retaliate with an evil person. If they strike you on the right cheek, then do your best to remove yourself from the situation. If anyone tries to take you to court to take your shirt, offer them your coat too. What he's saying is just douse the situation. Turn it down. Watch this. The point is to attempt to quickly dissolve the situation. Anyone who tries, anyone who tries to force you to go one mile, offer to go two miles with them. Always try to give those that ask you for something. Always try to give to those who ask you for something. And do your best not to turn away those who wish to borrow from you. Huh? Come on, family. Watch this. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. 
And in the scriptures y'all been reading, it goes, but I say, no, it says this. What I say to you is this, attempt to show love to your enemies and pray for them to change. Pray for them to change that persecute you. This way you will be acting as children of your father in heaven. Talk to me, y'all. Talk to me, y'all. Talk to me. That's a good translation right there. Translation, people say it's got to be the exact word for the exact word. I'm like, well, they don't understand the uh, uh, the, the Hebrew, the Abari word, or the, that word. They don't understand that exact. If you, you can't just take it straight over, you got to get them to see what does that mean? That's translation. Huh? That's translation. We can't nullify this. You can't nullify the Tanakh. You can't nullify the Tanakh. When they were writing, all scripture is breathed by Alua. The only scripture there was, was the Tanakh. And that's what's breathed by Alua. And that scripture is useful for teaching, for correcting, for instructing, right? And rebuking if need be, and leading in all ways of righteousness. It's the Tanakh only that they were talking about. That's the only one they were talking about. It's the Tanakh. Your children and your grandchildren need that translation that I just read. And it's going to be congruent all the way through it. And I'm telling y'all, I promise you, it's your brother. I'm your brother. I'm telling y'all. The, the Brit Adash is not easy to translate. It's not. I've been translating both. The Tanakh is way easier to translate because you got to, I literally, I have to be in the spirit of Yahuwah to do this. I got to walk with Yahuwah to do this. Yeah. See? You got to defend yourself. If somebody comes in your house and they're ready to kill you and your wife and your kids or your husband and your kid, you got to defend yourself. You don't say, oh, come on here and just kill us. You don't say that. You do your best to defuse a situation. Period. And if at all possible, see in another place, in another place in the scriptures, tell me if y'all heard this. If at all possible, be at peace. What does that mean? If it's possible, sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes the enemy won't let you. That's why when they were going out and they were talking about, there's two swords here, Yahushua. And he goes, well, that'll be enough. Yahushua wasn't no punk. He wasn't, he wasn't somebody laying down, go ahead. Just, he said, I laid down my life intentionally. When, when Pontius Pilate said to him, don't you know I got the power to kill you or let you go free? And he said, the only power that you have is from my father that's on high. He's telling you, if I go ahead and play, go, just bump up to my right position, everything is over. He says, no, I willingly laid down my life because I'm going to fulfill how I set it up for you to get correction and forgiveness of sins. That's what went down. So that's the that's the greatest love. There's no greater love than you lay down your life for a friend. That is bold to do that. But he's not telling us how many of you that you need to just go sacrifice 
yourself. Now, another thing we don't understand is the time and how he ramped everything up. And the deaths that the original emissaries had to go through. But he also, when you look in the scriptures, he says, no one who's come after me in this lifetime will not receive a hundredfold in this lifetime, as well as life to come and persecutions. So we'll get the persecutions. But I'm here to tell you today that the spirit of Yahuwah is now moving on the earth to empower a massive movement to just spread out as fast as possible. I'm an eyewitness. 2007, you type Yahuwah's name in Google, nothing, zero. You type it in there now. It's on and popping. Yahuwah's name popping up everywhere. And I'm here to tell y'all, promote the truth got a lot to do with that. A lot. I'm just telling you, I don't ever even say that much. I'm talking to y'all as my family on these lives. Like, we're just talking. Promote the truth got a lot to do with that. We see our language all over the place, how Yahuwah was instructing us to write and get his word out there. And then, and then the advertising that we did and the pushes that we did to get the name out there. The ton of money that we spent over these years. Didn't ask the person for a penny. You're talking about 16 years. We ain't say nothing to nobody about nothing. We just pour money in. Website. Y'all see the production we do? This is high level. You know how much it costs if you're going to go pay for a professional finished professional video cut. Do you know it? Because we own a production company. You know how much that costs? With my partners before, we charged $10,000 per finished cut video produced and delivered hour of video. $10,000 for it to be professionally cut, edited, and then kicked out. We cut that down when the competition got thick Still to $6,000 per finished hour. $6,000 per finished hour. Do you go on the Promote the Truth website and y'all go look at how many high level, we do these kinds, but then go look at the high level produced, high level one. Look at the name video that's got over 300 and some thousand views. That's one of them high level professionally cut videos that's up there in the dollars, way up there. Say nothing. You want to know why? You got to get that word out there. Now, everybody make sure you understand this. We're going to do, the true scriptures are going to be here. They're going to be here in full effect. We estimate it in the 2024 for everything to be done. Some people came to us, said, hey, we would love to figure out if we can get this thing faster, especially with all the errors and the problems with the Brita Dash. We said, you want to get it faster? Yeah. All right. We're going to do it no matter what. But to do it faster, we got to have resources to turn that up. Because not only do you just do the translation, I'm telling y'all, Yahuwah has not put it anywhere on my heart to do it this way. Do the translation and hand it to about 15, 25, 30 people. Mm -mm. Not when we got this technology, not when we got all this. So if we're going to go rush and get it done at the same time, we're rushing to get it done. Let's take advantage of technology. Let's take advantage of the internet. How many of y'all agree? Spread it. Can you imagine when the true scriptures come out? Can y'all imagine this? True scriptures come out. And then there's like 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 people waiting. Do y'all understand? How many of y'all want Yahuwah to come back sooner? He said, I'm not coming back until this word is preached out all the nations.
that some of y'all like, we don't hear from him much anymore because you ain't making a move. You got to make a move. So we're to make a move, people. And we're going to do, we're going to work as hard as we can, but it's not just, hey, come here, uh, such and such. So we can't just call up, you, you what this be? We can't just call up a Jewish rabbi. <laughs> I've never said it to y'all that way. Think about that, David. We can't just call up a Jewish rabbi and go, hey, do me a favor. Translate these scriptures and don't do any vowel points. You can't use vowel points. You can't use any Talmud philosophy. You can't use any of your, your Jewish customs in here. You just got, we just want you to translate these words word for word. We can't, not one can we get to do it right. Then all right. <laughs> Kim is like, yeah. We can't get one. Who we gonna get? So all of a sudden you get somebody here and goes, okay, I understand that word. I understand it. Then all of a sudden you go, hey, did you call on the name of Yahuwah? And they go, well, yeah, yeah, I respect that name. Uh-uh. No, did you call it? Are you immersed into his name? Because when you get down to that translation like I did, if you've been reading other stuff for years, that's going to rub on you. And you're going to have them customs in you. You got to have the ruah in you, the spirit, to rightfully divide that. The scripture tells you that. You need to have the spirit. You got to rightfully divide that and measure that out and interpret that properly. So on earth, it's hardly anybody walking on earth that's just going to say, listen, I call on the name of Yahuwah. I guard his name, and then I guard his commandments. I guard it. I guard his feast days, including his new moons. I follow the exact correct calendar based upon how he set time. I keep the dietary laws. I do those four foundational things. And they love Yahuwah with all they got. Can you, where are they? To then say, come here. Now that you do those, how, do you? what's your understanding of the word? Where? How long have you been studying this word? To be able to show you approved to do this. How long have you been doing this? That's the, that's the challenge, you see. That's why I believe Yahuwah said, Jay, you and the team, y'all got to go do this. That's why I put you through all the hell I put you through. We be thinking that we don't understand it. He says, go on, let them persecute you. Go on, let them come against you. And then I'm going to spread my name as they come against you. Go on, let them do it. But you know what to say. You know what that word says because my spirit is talking through you when y'all are translating. And then I can bounce it off some of my brothers and sisters that I know they, they love Yahuwah. Go ahead. Hey, you got that there? Is that the, yep, you bear witness with that? Yep. All right, move on. Let's go. That's the translation going to come out. So y'all do me a favor. If y'all want that kind of translation throughout the entire Brit of Dash, just hit that button, tsnt.org, and you can or you don't have to. We're going to do it no matter what. But if y'all want to really accelerate it, we got to hit goals. Because right now we just got a little step up, but I can't turn it loose yet. I can't. We got to hit goals, and we got to be good stewards. Y'all know how it goes when you're dealing with money. You got to be a good steward. You can't just be, you got to know exactly what to do, how to do it, when to do it, what's most effective. 
And we just went over 25,000 YouTube subscribers. And y'all, I think like a month or so ago, we were sitting like at 18. So it's like over 7,000. You want to know why? We done turned it up. We're picking up the speed. That thing's going to jump to over 100,000, I believe, like that. We're going to get up to a million. I would believe by this time next year, we should be well over 500,000 followers that are tuning in, getting this good feed. There we go. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. If y'all want the real deal, y'all just click on tsnt.org. Anything. Just do anything. $2. We've had some people give $2. But they get the saying they can have their name on the site. They get to have the, our, our friend, man, she, she donated $3 out of Kenya, Africa. She says, that's all I got. And I hope to be able to donate some more in a few months. $3 is all she had. But her name is going to be on the site. Her name is going to be on the record. Now, you don't have to. You don't have to do, you don't have to have your name. We got some people, that we give $1,000, but I don't want nobody to know my name. We honor that too. I have to know your name. But y'all get to choose if y'all want to have your name as far as you get to go out and say, man, you know what? That book that is the most accurate, non-contradiction. Now we got to add that to the promotion. Make a note on that team. If I got the, some of the promote the truth team on here, we need to add non-contradiction in the description of the project. The, not, the most accurate non-contradiction scriptures in the world guaranteed. That's what they're going to be guaranteed. There's not going to be any other ones that's going to really be able to say, we don't got no contradictions. In this one, I'm guaranteeing no contradictions. And if we get that press out, and you go, oh, snap, Jay, we found a contradiction. Volume two, no contradiction. We're going to make sure there's none. Because I want my son, my eight-year-old son, I want him to grow up with a good, solid, non-contradiction language that he can pass down and nobody can argue about. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Go over to tsnt.org. Support the project with any amount or sit back, watch us do it, and then talk to Yahoo about that. It's the only thing I know to tell you. He sent me to tell y'all, let's go. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Shabbat Shalom tomorrow. Shabbat Shalom. Look at the real calendar. Bye-bye. Only promote the truth. <laughs>